All right, listeners, you're listening to the Spice Cast. I'm your host tonight, Daniel Bullard, and with us in the studio, we've got Remy Neal, a singer-songwriter originally from Decatur, uh, now living in Huntsville after a few years in New York. Thanks for joining us tonight. Hey, <laughs> thank you for having me. So uh, you grew up in the area. You said you lived in Decatur for a few years, and then, uh, what was it, about 2008, you kind of got up and went to New York? I did. Decided to go and live my dream of doing musical theater and film, television. That's awesome. So you you uh, you play now, but originally you started out singing like growing up, right? Yeah, singing was definitely something I did. There's very embarrassing videos of a three year old me singing in a hairbrush that I hope <laughs> never surface. <laughs> and we all went through that phase. I had I had the the magic microphone thing too that you could record the cassettes on and everything. <laughs> Hundreds of thousands of uh, closet divas got their start that way. I'm sure. <laughs> So uh, did you grow up singing in church or did you sing in, in just in theater? Like what was your kind of background in that before you left for New York? Both. I did a lot of singing in, in theater. I started doing that around 11 or 12. And then before I did church singing, I grew up in a non-denominational holiness church, very soulful, kind of blues oriented background. Awesome. Yeah. But they don't, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, they don't allow instruments, right? Oh, no, we did. Okay. It was... This is a different church. Okay, different kind of holiness. Gotcha. Different kind of speaking in tongues. Kind of, I won't do what I normally do because it's insulting to some people who still go to those places. But it was definitely an experience for sure. <laughs> so, what what kind of uh, got you into music th- theater originally? Like, was there a specific musical that you tried out for? Did you see somebody performing and you're like, I want to do that, or what was it? It was a combination of things. I always was drawn to Disney animation and all the classics, and in fifth grade, Miss Davidson, she uh, she was a teacher at West Morgan, where I went to, and she was doing The Music Man, and she said I should volunteer for oh, it. That's awesome. And then I auditioned. What, uh, did you get a specific part, or were you just in the chorus? I was chorus number 473. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's a that's a really fun musical though. We used to I, I grew up in bands, so we used to watch that a lot for inspiration, I guess. <laughs> Even though the story's about completely faking it. Right. <laughs> but yeah, you said you uh you liked a lot of the Disney animation. I was actually gonna say uh that a lot of what you brought with you tonight kind of reminds me to that, especially kinda like harkens back, I guess, to the second golden age of Disney animation in the nineties. It has uh I can hear like a lot of almost uh, 90s R&B influences. Would, th- would you say that was a big influence on, on what you write now? Or I'm not going to lie. I just I didn't want to put any sort of box around anything. And I didn't go intentionally writing a certain genre or a certain style. I wrote chords and lyrics. And then in the studio, things just morphed into what it is that you hear. Yeah, and it's it's really interesting because it isn't, a specific genre i can hear a lot of different elements from a lot of different things kind of put together and it's very uh i'd say it sounds very highly pop influenced but you also don't do a lot of the uh i don't think you make a lot of the mistakes a lot of modern pop, pop artists make especially with how they do their vocals like you you do a little bit of embellishment but it's not too much and it's subtle yeah um, i wanted just a bit because it's necessary in this day and age people expect that to a certain degree yeah but i definitely wanted to have some raw emotion as far as that element goes I actually fought with the producer for a moment about a crack that I wanted to leave in because I thought it was 
it sounded good intentionally yeah. with the emotion behind it. Well, sometimes, I mean, I, I think sometimes the uh, little mistakes like that will make a track. And I know a lot of pop artists now will rely too much on, seem to rely too much on vocal embellishments to uh, get emotion across instead of just letting it come through naturally. And I think, I think was it Adele, like has blown out her vocal cords completely mm-hmm. by trying to do that for too long. Yeah, that's a... Uh... I don't miss musical theater, but I will definitely say that's helped me now as far as figuring out how to perform multiple times. I used to do it eight times a week, so it's all about training. So when you were in New York, uh, what kind of work were you pursuing while you were up there? I was pursuing musical theater at first, and then over time did a couple of TV shows and some, some, some film work. Um, but it was primarily theater, musicals, or straight plays that I did. I enjoy live. I like the interaction that can occur. And that's part of the reason I don't do theater, because it's very much a fourth wall dividing you and the people in the room. And I really quite enjoy getting to make eye contact and experiencing it with the people in the room. So when you were doing TV, I'm assuming it was live TV, right? No, it was like just it was film. Oh, it was all film? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, no audience. Uh, what what kind of what kind of film were you doing? Drama. Okay. Any anything in particular anybody out there might know or I'd rather people not find it. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> It'll happen one day. It'll happen one it's day. Gonna it's gonna surface. The age of the internet and YouTube. It's gonna surface, and I, I I'm dreading, dreading it. <laughs> well, uh, so when you came back to Huntsville, uh, when did you start working on the current crop of songs that you you brought with you tonight? So I, I started working on on these songs in January of this year. As far what, as the... What uh, year are we in? The writing? Yeah, we're in so, July now. <laughs> 17? We're in 17, right? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Don't get old, kids. Don't do drugs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this... Yeah, set, yeah, ju- January of this year, 2017, I started the, the writing process of, of these songs... And had about two months of pre-production and I guess three months of pre-production. In April, May, we started recording. And then it's been the mixing, mastering phase. It took a little longer because I was doing some stuff overseas with it. So I had to be a little more patient. So you co-produced with uh, Kristen Ford. And I think you guys, you said you pretty equal amount of the the writing and arranging and producing uh how did you end up meeting her originally so i work at alchemy lounge as a day job here in huntsville and one of my jobs there is i actually do event booking for them and they met her at a brewery i can't remember which one it was and they wanted her to come so i emailed her i, I looked up her website i noticed that she also did producing freelancing so I emailed her and was like, hey, do you want to come play at the lounge? And do you want to produce my album? And the conversation started, and here we are. Awesome. So on, on these tracks, uh, you play piano and sing. Uh, Kristen plays guitars. You also have James Allen Irvin uh, on the drums, which a lot of the locals will recognize. He's probably, I think, probably the best drummer in Huntsville by far. I've seen him just play with everybody, and he's just... He's a great guy, and he's a monster player. Uh, right. How did you end up finding him? Blues Jam. Blues Jam. All uh, right. Yeah, Long Goose. 
Did you see him playing one night? I saw him playing, and he was having a blast. And I was like, I want that guy. Yeah, yeah. He, he has more fun playing drums. Than like I think the first time I've I saw seen. him, he was like playing. Yeah. And then he brought his foot up and started hitting the hi hat with his foot, <laughs> <laughs> never missing a beat. And then I was working with Jeremy, who recorded, did all the mixing, and I was asking him for suggestions for band members, and he—that was his first recommendation so i was like oh it's fate cool he knows him he knows him perfect you hired (laughs) awesome well let's get into it from the new album breathe out this is the title track breathe out Heroes welcome for the losing side 
right, we're back with the Spice cast. That was Remy Neal with Breathe Out, the title track off his new album, which will be released on August the 11th. And you said that you grew up in musical theater and that influenced a lot of kind of how you stage songs as far as the writing goes. So tell us a little bit about what uh, Breathe Out is about. Breathe Out is it's roughly about three individuals that I know. And not to call anyone out, I'll paraphrase. It's essentially the realization that sometimes people like to stay in their own emotional turmoil because that's all they know. And they don't realize that they're the reasons that things are happening to them. And when they realize the beauty of, to quote, letting go, then they realize they can move forward from it. Okay. Breathe out. Yeah. Once you, you breathe out... I'm not really a Buddhist, but I do practice some meditation. I go to the Center for Spiritual Living, so I'm all about that kind of mentality of living in the moment, the present, the now. And so that kind of had a, a an impact on that as well. Yeah, and I imagine as a performer, that's, that's something that you've had to kind of uh, hone over the years just to get over stage fright. Oh, yeah. Is, is there any particular technique that you'll use before you, you do a shoot or you go on stage or something? That, vodka. Vodka. <laughs> that's, that's something a lot of people turn to, I feel like. That's, that's like the, the go-to. Uh, yeah, it's either it's either like vodka or weed or meditation. Right. Or, I do yoga uh, poses sometimes. I, I'll do some yoga poses. If it's winter, I'll do like... I used to do fireball, but I'm, I'm getting a little classier in my old age, and I'll do... <laughs> Jack Daniels cinnamon or something like that. <laughs> yeah, rum and uh, rum and coke or uh, vodka and Red Bull. Right. Oh wow, <laughs> good times that you don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the next track we have coming up is called uh, "Seasons Change." Do you want to talk a little bit about the story in that one? Yeah, this one. Um, this is actually the first song I wrote. I said I started writing these in January. This one is a lie. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I actually wrote this one. It's the first song I wrote two years ago. When I first got a piano, I had broken my ankle, couldn't do anything, so I was stuck in my apartment in West New York, New Jersey. And through a series of events, an old friend, I'm not going to, well, I'm not going to go into that story. <laughs> Psychosis is involved. Um, <laughs> As good. it often is with uh, stories of musicians and musical instruments. Right, good times. But I, I got a piano, and this is the first song I wrote, and... It's actually my least favorite, to be perfectly honest, just because of where I was emotionally when I when I did write it. Um, but yeah, it's just about past lovers who influence you and that, that one person you just can't let go of. Do you find yourself uh, using your writing to exercise emotions that you're kind of holding in? Originally, I would say yes. I'm getting to the point now where I write more so from the perspective of I see someone I find interesting and I write a story based on the character of them. Yeah, I feel like that's something a lot of younger writers do that either some of them grow out of it, some of them don't, but it's kind of like either you're using it to exercise some demons or you've gotten to the point where you can just construct a really good story and you know how to do it, you know, like that. So Yeah, and that's yeah, this, this one definitely was an emotional place of writing from internal. And like I said, I'm getting to the point where I... I don't like to do those as much because it's nerve-wracking already to be on stage performing your own stuff, <laughs> let alone expressing your deepest emotions. Bearing your soul. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, well, let's listen to it. This is Remy Neal with Seasons Change. Start to fade. 
colors turn to gray. Thinking what might happen. You're back with the Spice Cast. That was Remy Neal with Seasons Change. Uh, I think this probably has the most, out of the the four tracks you brought the, tonight, probably the, the most unique sound. There's a lot of uh, mixtures of different sounds. You've got some live drums. You've got some uh, program drums. Uh, you've also got a violin and cello and some other string parts in there as well. And I believe you said the uh, musician who performed that was Kel- Kelsey Von Strauss. That is correct. And did she do all the arranging for that, or was she just playing the parts? Uh, she had the chords, and then she filled in as far as the more intricate parts of it. Oh, that's awesome. And the uh, the person who programmed your, uh, what was the name of the, Chris Rockaway is the guy who programmed your beats for this one, mm-hmm. correct? How did, you, how did you meet all these wonderful musicians? Was it through uh, Kristen, or did you guys just kind of find them? It was know? through Kristen. Um, Kristen actually plays in a band with Kelsey called Fame and Fiction. They're based out of Nashville. They're all in like 14 billion different bands, but that's one they're in. And I'm not really sure how Kristen met Chris. I want to say they worked on a project together, and they were butting heads the whole time, so clearly she wanted to work with them again. (laughs) I I think that's the story. That's how you know. I think that's the story she told me. I'm not sure. But yeah, I think that's... He's in California. I know that much. <laughs> I've never met him or talked to him. I emailed. That was so kind of fun. Basically just sent you the parts and said, here you go. I was like, I was like yeah, thanks. Appreciate <laughs> it. So when you're in the studio and you're, you're, you know, you've written the song, you've got the basic chords, you've got your lyrics, but now it's actually time to produce. Uh, what's, what's your workflow? Like how do you and Kristen work together to kind of bring all these elements together and merge them? It's... It was really nice, actually. It's the first time that I haven't felt like work was work. We had really long days, and it was just a matter of going back and forth of, how do you like this idea? Oh, I like that. Oh, what do you think about this? Cool, let's add it. Let's add this. Let's add this. Meanwhile, Jeremy's like, oh, God, so many tracks. Yeah, Yeah, the engineer's always the one that has to, like, (laughs) police everything at the end of the process one way or another. Well, that's awesome. And, and like I said, it's a really interesting blend of just a whole bunch of different sounds. Uh, the next one we have coming up is called Picture. Uh, and that is also off the same album that will be released on August also 11th. Also called Picture, Making It Up, in parentheses. Making It Up. Uh, picture, parentheses, Making It Up. So tell me a little bit about <laughs> this one. Those. Uh, this one actually is a, a collaboration. Uh, it's between an old roommate who took over when Crazy Psychosis' roommate left in West New York. His name is Walter Winston O'Neill. Great little individual. And he came with me with lyrics and a melody that sounded something similar to a Green Day song. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And um, he told me just to have fun with it, so I did. And it sounded nothing like his original intention. And then Kristen got on board, and through that process we rewrote 
I would say the half portion of it just to kind of have a more flow through with the storyline and to really hone in on this whole generation of phones and taking pictures and selfies and not really being in the moment with the person sitting right in front of you. Yeah. That's that's a big problem now, especially at concerts and stuff. I feel like a lot of people are really just missing out on living their life in order to try and document it for somebody else to live through them vicariously. Right? How many times do you go and look at the video of some fireworks that you saw? Never. Never. <laughs> that's true. And you've missed that moment just for the sake of somebody else who, you know, you may or may not ever see. Right? And this was, um, Breathe Out was the second one that I wrote. And this is the third one that I started with him. And it was kind of like Breathe Out was the whole letting go, breathing out, start writing and start getting into that process. This was kind of his gift to me of just make it up, figure it out. <laughs> don't, don't try so hard. All right, let's listen to it. This is picture parentheses, make it up. pictures anymore only this moment can last who I was who came before I broke the chains that held the past all I have is here and now and right now I'm here with you you're my perfect picture girl and I wonder if you knew that I believe that anything's possible if we could just conquer this world with me
All right, welcome back to the Spice Cast. That was Remy Neal with Picture off his new album, Breathe Out, which will be out on August the 11th. And uh, you've got a gig around that time on the 26th of August over at Alchemy Lounge. I do. And that'll be with the Retro Veils. That is correct. And uh, this is all being run, uh, this isn't through Alchemy Lounge, this is actually through Baseline Studio, which we were just talking about. It's a really cool, uh, fairly new organization operating out of Low Mill. Uh, one of my former classmates from UAH, Caleb Rasnick, is running that. You want to talk a little bit about what Baseline does? Yeah, so they're a really terrific resource for local musicians. You have access to a great recording studio and just a great peer of other musicians who help each other out and creating art and albums and getting music out there. And he helps distribute all of your stuff and just make sure that people know about you and vice versa. Well, that's awesome. And uh... I lost my train of thought. Dang it. It's say. all the weed. Uh, Smokey another one, Edna. Uh, Smokey another one, Edna. Oh. No, it's just I've had I've had three nights in a row of, of being up super late because I've been working shows and stuff, so I'm still trying to recover. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> waka waka. Uh okay. I'll have to cut just... that. Huh? I'll have to cut that. That's yeah, that's registered. That. That's a that's a big long segment. All right. <laughs> We'll talk about your website. Beep. And if you'd like to find your music, uh, you can go to RemyNealMusic.com, correct? That's my website. Awesome. Do you have tracks up there already, or are you waiting until the 11th, or the, I, sorry, the 9th of August, I should say, when you'll be releasing a single? Yes. I will so, be waiting until then in order to put that stuff out there. So if people want to find your music, do they just go to your website, or are you distributing through iTunes, Spotify? It'll be through iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, all those good places out there on the interwebs awesome and uh speaking of of uh live shows we like to ask all of our artists when they come through uh some funny gig stories so what was the most uh funny slash mortifying uh live show experience that you've had so far (laughs) i'm sure there's been a few if you're doing musical theater up in new york i'm sure that that's uh oh do we want to go that far back then (laughs) because there are some good ones (laughs) <laughs> just just pick a really good one so this is this has been a minute i was 19 playing an eight-year-old in the national tour of nate the great the musical oh wow and i start the show in socks and they're supposed to be grippies According to the equity rules, there have to be grippies. But after about four months on tour, those grippies aren't there anymore. <laughs> and the show starts, the music is blaring, and I run out, and I'm about to go, Hi, I'm Nate the Great. And right as I open my mouth, I faceplant. Oh. Head down, palms out. It's like oh. the loudest splat noise you've ever heard. <laughs> From the corner of my eye, I can see the stage manager start freaking out and being like, oh no, do I need to turn the lights off? What's happening? So without missing a beat, I just look up from the floor and continue with my lines (laughs) as if nothing (laughs) happened. (laughs) Nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see. Whoops. That's why I love working. Like theater, Theater shows are probably my favorite 
shows to be, you know, playing acting or running, you know, tech for just because you see stuff like that where it's like people break limbs or, you know, fall, you know, 15 fall. feet on accident and then bounce right back up and go, okay, great. <laughs> I fell multiple. I don't know what it was about that show. I think it was the socks because I fell another time. I, had, I stood up in a chair and the chairs weren't real ones. Well, they were real chairs. Yeah. But they they were wooden and they were bolted together to make them a chair, and then they were unbolted, and then they stored flat. Because it, it was six of us in a Dodge Printer 15-passenger van, and the back was redone to be this, the cargo space. So everything had to be really compact. And I'm standing on it, and it just, it just collapses. Oh, wow. And I just keep... <laughs> oh, gosh, good times. Good times. Hi, Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> So, again, uh, you have an album coming out on August the 11th, with a single being released on the 9th, a live show at Alchemy Lounge on the 26th with the Retro Veils. Yeah. Uh, if you want to find Remy's music, you can go to RemyNeilMusic.com. Also, check out iTunes, Spotify, and all of your favorite music sources around uh, the 11th of August when your new album will be out. Uh, is there anything else, any other ways that, you know, do you have an Instagram or Twitter or something that you want people to follow? Or... Yes. Follow me at Remy Neal Music. I made it nice and simple. Same at handle for all my social platforms, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter that I don't use. <laughs> <laughs> Just Google it. Just Google it. Just Google Just, it. Yep. Remy Neal Music. You'll find it. Uh, so the last track we've got tonight is called Shadow, and uh, it's also off your new album. Do you want to talk a little bit about that one? Yeah, so this is actually a Kristen Ford song um, that I heard, and I just really, it really resonated with me. And so when I started the process of having her produce the album, I begged and pleaded, and I might have been really drunk at my birthday party, and just really <laughs> asked her, like, please, let me just do this song. And so she did. And I really wanted a whole the whole nine yards, strings and drums and all that good stuff and then when I first played it for her I did all the looping with it and she stopped and was just like no this is that's it that's just you and the piano there you go but she was really happy with how I morphed her song you should go listen to hers ver her version she has two of them they're both really great yeah if, if people want to find Kristen uh, where's the best place to find her music she is everywhere um, Spotify is she has almost all her music on Spotify. Kristen Ford. Okay. Just just Google it. Just Yeah, just Google it. Do that. If only there was a magical device in your hand where you could look up the answers. <laughs> Do it now. Pause the podcast. Look it up now. Right? No, For really. real, though. But legit. <laughs> she's, I, I think, very highly of her. She's great. If you, have, if you don't know who she is, you should definitely check her out. Awesome. Well, thanks, Remy. Thanks for coming in tonight. Thank you for having me. I... You literally was drinking. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Thank you so much for having me. This is great water. <laughs> <laughs> Again, if you want to find Remy's music, check out his website, RemyNeilMusic.com, and be on the lookout for Breathe Out being released on August 11th. And uh, Wednesday, August the 9th, will also be a uh, release of a single. So check that out as well. Well, Remy, thanks for coming out tonight. Taking us out will be Shadow by Remy Neal. Awesome. Peace out, guys.
watching the mute television The fish tank just runs and runs In an empty house with too many lights on Tell yourself you like being
This has been a production of Spice Radio from Huntsville, Alabama. You guys know what you want, and you don't have to do too much to get it. Get with us at spice-radio.com. If you have a podcast, you make music or art, or you have an event that you want to promote in the Tennessee Valley, you can find us at www.facebook.com slash Spice Radio Huntsville, or on Twitter at Spice Radio HSV. And again, our website, spice-radio.com.